0: Welcome to Conversate, our podcast where we engage in conversation on this week's episode. I, Aaron Gerke, I'm sitting down with Marcus Huff, and we're talking about prayer, uh, learning from one another about what it is that we do in our daily prayer life and how we teach prayer to other people. Uh, So as you listen to this conversation, maybe you'll hear something new or an opportunity to engage God or others in prayer that maybe you didn't think about before. Uh, So, as always, our encouragement is uh, listen to this podcast and uh, find find something that you can engage somebody else in a conversation with. And as always, we hope you enjoy it. Well, good morning, Marcus. Good morning, Pastor Aaron. We have on the brown couch, in case you're just listening, this is Marcus, Marcus uh, Marcus is our Director of Youth and Campus Ministry, and how you been? Good. That's a general question.
1: Yeah. Last time it's I... It's been a couple months since I've been on here, so how much context do you want? Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, not as much as Kevin gave last week, because last week I asked how he was doing, and he proceeded to tell me about his eye boogers. Yeah. So, I'm booger free, so we're good to go. That was a little weird. <laughs> That's why he's no longer allowed on the podcast <laughs>
1: He's on vacation. <laughs> yeah, vacation <laughs> yeah. forever. Air you know. quotes. Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah, but I mean, I, I suppose since the last time you were on, uh, in terms of you know work things, yeah. there's there's diff- You have kind of some different seasons
1: dealing with uh, school yeah. year uh, stuff, and yeah, we're kind of into the summer season, which program shift, and this is we have like a three year cycle, so we're kind of in this big event based. Summer season with BBS coming around the corner and National Youth Gathering, and then relaunch with Confirmation Camp. And college students are back, and they're gung ho. So, yeah,
0: yeah, that the National Youth Gathering thing is a pretty cool and unique opportunity for our high schoolers. I mean, yeah, there's it's very possible that people listening have no idea what the National Youth Gathering is, even though you know we share about it every once in a while.
1: But you just want to briefly Explain what that, what totally, that is. Totally, yeah. National Youth Gathering is a, a large um, our church denomination. Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod has a big youth gathering every three years in a major city. Um, so we're in Houston, Texas this summer. And uh, the chance to, to gather with probably around close to 20,000 other youth um, from around the United States and even other countries show up to grow deeper in their faith, um, discuss faith in real relevant ways, Um, maybe social issues and challenges that they're facing with the Christian um, perspective, um, build relationships, um, have an experience that a lot of us wouldn't normally have. I mean, most of us wouldn't go to Houston in July. I mean, that alone is a unique (laughs) experience, let alone, you know, bus and travel. And it's, yeah, very memorable. So you and Pastor Kevin have both spoken about um, how memorable youth gathering has been for you in the past and yeah. I'm really excited as well for the five adults that are going. Um so there's twenty four of us in total, nineteen youth and five adults. And just that good ratio to build relationships with our our high schoolers. Mm-hmm. Um because a lot of those families in the age group too have just kind of wrestled and struggled through the whole COVID season coming through it mm-hmm. and Um, allowing them to have good relationships with us so when life does get messy or hard they have someone to kind of reach out to or ping and Mm -hmm. send a message to so um, and ultimately knowing that Jesus loves them some of them are graduating it's like their last kind of touch point Mm -hmm. in our congregation with them and others are just kind of coming into high school ministry as well too so it's a cool opportunity yeah we'll see what happens with it awesome 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 yeah thanks for sharing
0: Uh, and I think it was in, yeah, in Kevin's sermon when we we started our this this new sermon series about spiritual disciplines, and I think in in his sermon when he launched it, he was talking about you know treasuring God's word. He was he actually even mentioned the national youth gathering because mm-hmm. uh, the the theme this summer is this theme uh, in all things. Yep, um, that that God is in all things, and uh, I mean I, I was thinking about that theme, uh, even even myself. Uh, as as we've been doing the spiritual disciplines uh, sermon series as we've as as kevin talked the first week about being in god's word listening to god's word and this last week i i preached about prayer just this reality that it's really it's really cool that god is he is in all things he is present all the time you know no matter where we are we can we can engage with the almighty god you know which is it's incredible and i um, those of you listening, I just I don't I, I I'm curious how how your relationship with God is if you think about it like that or if you just think you know I'll engage with God on Sunday mornings. <laughs> I mm-hmm. I don't I don't know. I mean I it, it's a smattering I'm, I'm sure uh, in terms of the Christian population. A lot of people may just kind of think well I'll just reserve that I'll reserve. Time to talk to God or be with God on Sunday for sure. Right. But then maybe in these distinct moments of like, uh, I mean, pr- like let's just talk about prayer today. But yeah. so praying like maybe before a meal, praying
1: before bed, yep. you know, maybe maybe that's it, you know. I actually huh. just asked the Early Learning Center kids for chapel this morning when they pray and think about our conversation coming up. And that was, those are their answers. Okay. Bedtime and maybe meals. Okay. So,
0: there we go, kind of that's us yeah, yeah, that's our sample of preschoolers
1: <laughs> based on four year old responses that's where we're at, so yeah,
0: well, it's interesting i have I have asked my kids that too, I mean practically speaking with my children that is most often we pray right. before meals and we yeah. we do pray before bed, yeah, um but my older kids have they've told me i mean because I've always encouraged them. Because you can talk to God whenever, you can pray right. to God whenever. If you're scared, you can talk to God. And yeah. um, my my older kids, my two older ones, they've told me that um, that they ha- that they do pray on their own. Awesome. You know, like Hazel was telling me that she had a bad dream and woke up and that she she did pray about it and stuff. Yeah. So, um, like, oh, that's refreshing. to yeah. you know, It's it's cool to think about that. You know, like. Uh, I mean, I have no idea what that what those prayers sound like, right. you know, between them and their heavenly
1: father. Yeah, um, but it's pretty neat that they feel like they can do that. You that's know, it's huge. Yeah, we worked a lot with our even their confirmation or seventh and eighth graders here on on prayer, and we asked. We typically pull the families to see how often they do family meals together and stuff like that. And a lot of that's disrupted with schedules and things and different rhythms. But the importance and opportunity to for meals so we we were reteaching like 20 some students like the common what we considered what was the common table prayer come lord jesus be our guest and let these gifts to us be blessed amen yeah. and that was a new that was a new prayer a new rhythm a okay. new discipline that um maybe only a quarter of them were familiar with even wow so it was cool to be able to teach them that or even your now i lay me down to sleep that was definitely my childhood prayer as well like okay my parents yeah, we have a different rhythm. Yeah. Did
0: you do the the same version that, that I said in my sermon? Now I lay me down to sleep. I pray the Lord my soul to keep yep. if I should die before I wake. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Did Do you remember thinking about that as a
1: kid ever? I remember later on, like the like I shouldn't wake up. Like, what's going on? Like, uh, okay. I think more so when I was an adult, like praying with my kids, going like, that's an intense prayer. Yeah, but it's huge, you know. Yeah. So yeah. I've started working with uh, praying with Sully in the morning and just say, thanking God for, hey, thanks for this new day, which okay. is kind of the same idea, like going, it's not granted that we wake up and we have this new day, this mm-hmm. perspective, but just starting that, that posturing of, of prayer, and going, yeah. hey God, thanks for setting the day up for us.
0: Here we yeah. go. Yeah, so, yeah. When <clears throat> Martin Luther, he had, um, he, he, he wrote, well, he's got a lot of prayers, but that he, that he wrote and imp- implemented in his own life, but he's, maybe the most well-known ones are his morning prayer and evening prayer.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and he's, so the like, so he's got a morning prayer and an evening prayer. And uh, he gives like little explanations when teaching those. And like with the morning prayer, it basically says when you first wake up, like get down on your knees and say this prayer. Mm-hmm. Um, that you know, I thank you, my heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, you do something. You have kept me this night from all harm and danger, and I yeah. pray that you would keep me this day also from sin and every evil. That all my doings in life may please you. You know, um, so it's this idea that thank you, God, for watching over me while I while I slept, and please be with me this day. Yeah. And then and then after teaching the prayer at the end, he says, and then. And then wake up and go joyfully about your business while singing a hymn or something like that. You know, <laughs> that's really, awesome. So, and then there's another another one for the evening. That's thank you, God, for keeping me this day. Yeah. Watch over me this while day. I sleep. Um, I, I like I like both those prayers. I've committed them to memory. I don't like personally say them every day. I know some people do, yeah. Um,
1: but yeah. And if you're wondering where those are at, if you have a catechism or a new member, they're actually in your, your catechism towards the back of it Oh yeah. You know what those prayers are. So most people would sing, if not, let us know. We'll get you one. But, yeah. Yeah. It's a cool resource. And I think I, I've had um, a different rhythm with my prayer life of going like, there's the, the written prayers that you read, yeah. go through and then there's like the off-the-cuff ones or just conversational prayer and like, which ones are, are better and which way do you go? <laughs> but there's something to these ones that we commit to our memory and we're getting the memorization coming up um, in the spiritual disciplines but it's just you have it. Yeah. It just kinda comes and flows. And these certain times you sit down for a meal and you just you pray. There they are these disciplines, these habits that just naturally just go on. You're not like, well what do I what do I do now? What do I say? What is this how do I yeah. fill this space? It's kinda already pre filled and it's as authentic. There's not one that's better or worse or a prayer's a prayer. It's conversation with God. Period,
0: and right?
1: We get that conversation too with with junior high kids. Where we do the foundational teaching on what is prayer and what does it look like. Like, are there good prayers? Are there bread prayers? Like talking with God. Like, yeah. Thanks for praying. Yeah. So,
0: so I always, um, you know, I preached through the Lord's prayer, and yeah. I, I guess I'm of the opinion you really can't go wrong with the Lord's prayer, right? Because Jesus or the disciples said Jesus teach us to pray and he said sure say these words yeah
1: pray like this yeah okay yeah
0: let's let's do that you yeah know? Uh, so I do I do uh, pre-marriage counseling with um, with with couples before I yeah. do their weddings and yeah. I spend time with them and one thing that I always ask them yeah. is um, do, do you pray hmm. um, and all the time I mean 100% of the time you know both individuals say of course yeah I pray yeah. and then I say you know do you pray for each other and they'll say yeah yeah and then I I'll go so far as to say so do you have you ever prayed out loud just the two of you right and God for each other or just out loud together
1: yeah
0: and they look at me with blank stares the vast majority of the time no offense to any of you if you're listening to this but um so i think a lot of couples are not um praying to god together Mm -hmm. and uh so i was because i just think like in a a marriage like there's 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 spiritual intimacy that god offers us Mm -hmm. um this uh, ability to come together and be that vulnerable with one another and with God in that moment. Um, so, so I would say to those couples, um, you know, if they're if they're not praying together, I say, do you know the Lord's prayer? Mm-hmm. And and they look at me and they say, is that the you know our Father or heaven? And I say, yeah. You know, yeah. Oh yeah, I know that. I said, why don't you just start there? Yep. Start there. Just pray that out loud together because you can't go wrong because Jesus said do this. Yep. And then. You know, it's it's like any discipline. Again, if you start doing a little bit, then you're like, oh, maybe we can do a little bit more. Maybe, right. maybe we could pray for somebody else together. Uh, now, for full disclosure, that's actually the process that my wife and I had oh, cool. uh, in our own prayer relationship. And I share this with those couples, too. Because um, Abby and I, I mean, we we both grew up in Christian homes. We, you know, had... She went to Christian school, I was studying to be a pastor, we got yeah. married, you know, all the all the stuff. It was it was a couple of years into our marriage, um, while I was going to school to be a pastor, know yeah. you know, <laughs> where we realized we weren't praying together. Mm. And so I said to Abby, this very same advice that I give to these kids, I was like, What if what if we just say, let's just say the Lord's Prayer? Let's have no other expectation for ourselves. We're not gonna. That's it. Just each day before bed. What if we just say the Lord's prayer? Jesus said, "Do it." What if we just do it? So we. That's what we started with, and then it's like, oh, okay, we can do that. Yeah, we can. We pray together, you know. So we started adding in prayers for other people, prayers for each other, prayers for our kids, you know, that sort of thing. And so, um, so I, I think like those of you listening, again, like whether it's your whether it's your own spiritual life uh, or if you're married uh, or with your kids with whatever uh, the Lord's Prayer is a great starting point. that's yeah. all I'm saying yeah whether and the Lord's Prayer or anything like if it's a written prayer, just take something, start there and do it a little bit and then um, and then add from there because like you said, you know there are these there are these written prayers, there's these memorized prayers. Yeah. Um, and then there's the kind of off the cuff prayers and yeah. some people i don't know some people maybe think like doing the written prayer or the memorized prayer isn't enough it's not authentic enough or whatever yeah. and you got to get better and whatever uh i don't i don't think there's any judgment call on any of that right um but um i think there's room i think there's room for all of it and room for room for growth so uh, cuz i would even say like if all if all you're doing are just off-the-cuff prayers or if your prayer life is just um, kind of haphazard where you just sort of say, well, of course I pray because I'm thinking about mm. things throughout the day and I'm kind of thinking with God about.
1: Right. Kind of directing at that way. Yeah. You know,
0: like this is a nice day. Yeah are you praying are you talking to god right. like about yeah. so if if that's the way that you pray kind of all of the time which there's i think all of us should be praying all the time but if that's if it's just kind of haphazard i would say maybe the discipline you could do is commit uh some other kind of prayer to
1: hmm.
0: written memory something like luther's morning prayer or right. evening prayer yeah but if all you're doing are the just the written prayers maybe try yeah you know talking to just talking to god or talking out loud with somebody else
1: right god yeah i find too for some people prayer journals are huge they can write them down and kind of sometimes we get lost in our prayers or my prayer life looks no different than my four-year-old in the sense of i want this i want this i want this and we're so whimsical we want this one day one next day but we never and we wrestle with like God hearing is God providing. Like what you talk about, God's timing, which is huge in prayer. A lot of it is, you know, yes, not yet. Yeah. No, this wouldn't be healthy for you. And there's plenty of things I can pray for that I know that God will not provide for me because <laughs> it would not be good for yeah. my spiritual life or following um, following of Him in any way whatsoever. You know. So mm. it's it's huge. But prayer journaling to, you too because you kind of log some of that stuff and go, wow, this is where I was at. A year ago a month ago on the stage or that did happen it, it did kind of come through it too and looking uh, through that and just seeing God's faithfulness in in a relationship that's a good idea yeah. again again so um, yeah
0: yeah that's never like just personally that's never been a part of my own discipline Rhythm, but yeah. that's uh there's cert- certainly value to that um, and I know every one of us are just wired differently too yeah. so some people like that they like the external processing so mm-hmm. like talking talking their prayers right. but i know a lot of people who just struggle gathering their thoughts like that in general and they yep. prefer to
1: right. write yeah.
0: things down so if that's yeah. if that's you you know if you're if that if, if you you struggle to get your words out um either in thought or actual speech you know consider Consider writing, you know, writing your prayers to God as though you're writing letters to him, right? Yeah, I mean, definitely. that's a fantastic idea.
1: Yeah. I think it's a huge discipline, one that we, we miss. And as I was thinking about it and listening to you preach on Sunday, it made me think through, like, why do we pray, or the orientation of it, or the posturing of a prayer. And there's, like, you were talking about Martin Luther, like, get on your knees in the morning. And, like, how we set it up, a lot of it's, for me, prayer is going, God, you're, you're God and I'm not yeah because as men or just as an individual it's hard to ask for help sometimes yeah you know it's easy just i'll figure it out we'll do it that's cultural push too sometimes in our lives it's just do 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 and don't don't walk humbly and saying i need help with this Mm. or talk this out and stuff Mm. so it is first commandment stuff
0: yeah i mean it is interesting though like the the physical posturing. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so I mean, so like I said, like Luther encouraged getting down on your knees and praying every every single day. Uh, I've had moments in my life where uh, I was praying to God so desperately mm-hmm. that I almost I I li- I literally couldn't help but go to my knees.
1: Mm. Wow!
0: Uh, it wasn't just like this formal thing of like. I'm going to get down on my knees and fold my hands and pray to God. You know, I mean, yeah. there is that, but like just this, these like moments of desperation where it's like, I'm like the whole term of like falling to your knees. Like I've I've yeah. had that, you know? Yeah. Um, and it's, I don't know. I mean, it's, there's something to that for sure. You know, it's just right. that vulnerability and God's presence where it's like, I have nothing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I'm so desperate yeah. right now, you know, like, and I, I mean I don't like being I, I don't like being that way like right. in my own life yeah, I would yeah. prefer to be strong right. or whatever but in God's presence like with our loving dad you
1: know to be able to just oof, go to him you That's know It's huge yeah I think we get wrapped up too like we teach kids to pray or we even do like the box on Sunday morning or children's lesson of, you know Fold your hands, mm-hmm. close your eyes, bow your head. Which is all good posturing, oh, yeah. a lot of it is to help them not be distracted or poke the kid next to them and see things. Oh my goodness! But there's something yeah. huge as we get older. What distract? What are our adult distractions, or midlife distractions, or wherever we're at? Environment distractions too. And I think a lot of it is we're so closed off. Even just the the posturing of of opening up, <laughs> like having your open your hands up and just be in this position of like receiving or openness or just being cognitive about. We're so closed up so often oh, so much and just yeah. kinda like this openness of prayer. Open up your hands up, pray with your hands out. Yeah. And go, whoa, this feels different. Like you just you kind of pray with your whole body. It's not just just the words and mm-hmm. stuff like that, which is huge. So mm-hmm. but yeah. Yeah, and I don't
0: I don't want to get ahead of myself. so <laughs> So I'll only I'll only briefly tease this, yeah. but because uh, next week we're we're going to be talking about fasting, mm-hmm. uh, and so uh, yeah, I don't, I don't want to say too much, but, but yeah, scripturally, like that's the whole idea too of mm. fasting and prayer usually go together, so that there's like this uh, d- dependence yep. on God physically, yeah. you know, not just not just an idea, but just like a <laughs> I need you, mm-hmm. you know, I need you, yeah. So, um, yeah, it's it's uh prayers is, prayers is just a i don't know it's a it's an incredible gift from god that's that's how i see it and i mean <laughs> like the longer i'm alive and the more the more people that i um pray with and have people praying for me the more that i recognize like there's some like Things are happening in prayer.
1: Mm-hmm. This is
0: like this is what God God promises that in in prayer, things are actually happening. Right. I, I think from our, like I just think from, oftentimes from the standard idea, we just think I don't know. It's just it's just us throwing things up at the air, hoping that somebody hears it and it's going to stick. You know,
1: mm-hmm. like
0: God is doing god is doing things actively in you when you're praying to him yeah like um he is he's deepening that relationship um and he actually is even changing our like chain he changes us Mm -hmm. through prayer i don't know if you've had that before where where you've actually like had had like had your will shifted by god through prayer so, like, I've had some of these prayers in my own life where it's like I'm praying, praying for this one thing, and then, and then like, it just it changes where it's like, no, maybe yeah. that's not actually what I'm, right? What I'm praying, like, I think that that's what I want, but then God's actually like,
1: changes it, yeah, in me, you know. Well, that's not the direction. yeah, yeah. you're not gonna find fulfillment in that, or yeah. yeah. So
0: it's huge. Uh, yeah. It's, that's, those are those are crazy experiences what's also crazy is sometimes like when you <laughs> i've also had like prayed half-hearted prayers okay where where it's like i feel like i should pray for this thing but <laughs> like from an earthly standpoint i don't know that i really want that prayer to be answered right i don't know if you, like i can't even think of anything off the top of my head um where i know that like, that's a good thing and i should pray for it but i don't really want it to happen because maybe it would mean something uncomfortable for me or yeah. whatever yeah like God has sometimes he's a couple of times. He's very clearly delivered on those prayers. Okay. You know, it's like, all right, God, even hears our half hearted (laughs) prayers, you know, like, yeah.
1: um, So it's so cool that we have access to God as the creator of everything. Uh Like how wild is that? Like we're not, not only do we have like his phone number, like, but invited to be in conversation with, with him. Like how many, people you just watch on tv or any connection wishing you could like that would be cool to meet them or have a conversation like god supersedes all that like he's bigger he's in and above all things and we have access to that like why would we not want to give it to him
0: Uh uh-huh yeah it's huge absolutely absolutely
1: um
0: well these these discipline like as, as we go through these spiritual disciplines um I'm 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 enjoying this, and I I hope that those of you listening are as well. And um, Marcus, you you've had a you've had a big role actually in getting us to this place too, because you oftentimes talk in staff meetings and in your own uh, life about trying to implement spiritual Mm -hmm. disciplines and stuff too. So that's a big reason why we're even doing the sermons here. So thanks for thanks for that, and thanks for your uh, diligence being in God's Word, leading, and um, thanks for being on the brown couch. Awesome dude. All right, dude. Thank All you. right, take care, buddy.